Hi everyone, I hope you're having a great day. And if you have hit a couple of bumps on the road, don't worry about it. Just take a deep breath, lean back and keep on listening. I'm Sophie and you're listening to Kitchen Psychology on Flirt FM. I think we all know these situations where it feels like the walls are closing in on us and our mental to-do lists seem to be pages long. We don't know where to start, what to do or how to cope with the anxiety rising up within us. We feel like everyone wants something from us, expecting us to give our best. But sometimes all we can do is barely scrape by. Being under pressure is something most of us feel every single day. And yet we feel alone in it and oftentimes have no idea how to handle it. And this is exactly what we are going to talk about today. Why we're feeling under pressure, how these feelings manifest and how to overcome them. I'm Sophie and you're listening to Kitchen Psychology on Flirt FM and today in the studio with me are Craig and Charlie and we're going to talk about pressure that we feel in our day-to-day lives and what I kind of thought of when I picked the topic was that of course there are these like big events that we go through for example for all of us it would have been moving out of our like parents houses starting uni and just like dealing with actual like adulting like tasks during our day-to-day lives but it is also something kind of like in my opinion the even more important one as it is more nuanced and more subjective which is more like feeling pressure in like smaller daily tasks something for me for example would be like if I'm feeling anxious something as simple as texting someone back or listening to a voice message will completely throw me off because I just feel pressured by it even though there is no obvious reason at all to feel that way but it's like so many aspects in our life where we feel under pressure and I think that it would be a great thing to actually explore some different reasons as to why with you guys today and for context um, Charlie and Craig both moved from Dublin together to Dub- uh, to Galway where we now all live and went to school together and as I said now live together so obviously you two have technically gone through the same processes as in like dealing with the same things at the same time. But I could bet that you still had like very different perceptions of how you felt during all these different stages and kind of like your experiences must still have differed so much from each other. Do you kind of like want to give, like say something to that at first? Like your experiences of moving out and like starting this like big step, this like big jump. Uh, no, they like, oh yeah. We obviously we grew up in the same place. Uh, we only sort of really got close the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I find so up until then, definitely very different because we didn't really know each other. But, um, but like it, it has been quite similar, obviously, because we are coming from the same town and going to the same place. And it was like coming here was like a, a joke idea, like yeah. last year, like about a year and a half ago. I remember, yeah, with uh. With our friend Mike as well, there was this whole thing that we we were all working together, and we said just one day like, why don't we just get away from it all, not go to Dublin University, you know, come to Galway or something like that, and then of course when the time of like, what was it, February around then of yeah. uh, just last year, the CEO or the CAO was like a thing like it was you had to kind of try and make up your mind by June, so we all kind of just like came in agreements uh, like we should move in together and actually go for it like yeah and we like we definitely I 
decided that I was going here before even like telling like my parents or anything like that <laughs> that I was gonna put this on CAO for sure. Yeah, uh, obviously we had a we have a different kind of um, path as in you're doing different courses and stuff, and I'm I'm actually I'm going to ATU, not NUIG, so different type of. Uh, in the morning, you know, it's a bit annoying having to get the bus and stuff like that whilst you're in walking distance, you know. But no, I wouldn't. It's yeah. There was for me, there was definitely a lot of pressure in terms of like getting to go away with points and leaving cert. Oh God, yeah. That like was, that was a big thing in terms of coming here. Yeah, uh, we all managed to do it somehow. Scraped it. <laughs> yeah, just about. Yeah. How how was that for you, Sophie? Actually, what did you have to? Because I know, obviously. You didn't do the leaving cert, but did you have no. to do a different kind of... Well, I mean, we have our own kind of like leaving cert version. It's called the Abitur. Mm. And of course I did that. Oh, <laughs> Otherwise yeah. I would have not of gotten course. into uni. <laughs> but yeah, I also applied through the CIO, but it was kind of a completely different process. And oh. I already, because I finished like last year, so I already had all my like um, results back and everything. Um, and I had to kind of like get translations for my things because I'm from Germany. So I had to translate everything into English, kind of figure that all out with like a professional translator. Yeah, it yeah. seems so scary at first because I was like, okay, I'm not really sure if I really want to go to Ireland, but I'm just going to try. Um, so it was a very, very interesting process. I can imagine. And very different from back home because we just sent out our results, have an email address, which the CA also doesn't have. So I yeah. did feel very pressured by it because I was doing it all by myself. So my parents, of course, couldn't help me. So I just kind of like tried to reading off on everything and it was terrible. <laughs> it's reading. It wasn't good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, that's um, not so common. You had to get a translator and everything. Yeah, it was really annoying. Oh, but like I managed in the end and it wasn't actually that difficult. But when you have no idea of like a different system, it's just it can be so overwhelming, which it actually really was. Yeah, I can imagine like. The CIO is a weird system as well. Like it is. The whole, you know, you're deciding before. I think it's, are you able to decide up after you sit the leaving cert? Was it, or was it before? No, I'm pretty sure. You have like a change of mind date, definitely. Is there, yeah, I think there is a change of mind date. But like, it's crazy how, you know, you can apply for loads of places. And if you aim too high, you know, you might not mm, get into it. I know. Anywhere. I mean, for well. you guys, it must have been terrible. Because like, I already have my results. So I could kind of like roughly check, well... Roughly checking is also kind of like not really true because my system of points is very different from yours. Yeah. So I had yeah. to kind of like try to like match the systems up yeah. and see how many like points my points would be. Oh, um, but it would have must have been so like much pressure for you guys to kind of like not really know like what you're going to score. And if it, you had actually had a shot. Yeah, this year, or like last year especially, like points have been all over the place. Like they've just been so unpredictable. So like... Putting all our, like, our eggs in the basket, like coming to Galway, was such a gamble. Like, I had some courses, I only like just scraped getting one of my courses as well. So there, mm. was, there was a chance that I like, wasn't going to be doing anything. And I was definitely like very, very scary and very sort of uh, just anxiety inducing. No, I can't imagine <laughs> that. Yeah, as well. The, like, I find, um, obviously, we were talking about last year with the, you know, the leaving cert and the points and everything with feeling the, the pressure of are you going to get in, are you not? Now I find that the pressure has kind of, it, it's changed. It's a different type because inst I thought as soon, you know, you get to Galway, you, we, we managed to get accommodation, we're living together, it's all good. But now, of course, you have the pressure of constant college work. I mean, 
every single time I look at my phone, there's a new email saying, because it's all continuous assessment, you know, so I'm getting, I have to do maths journal, you know, biology stuff, and it's, it's, it's a lot. And I think that as well as other exams that if you kind of fail, you have to repeat, you know, it's, it's a lot of pressure. I, I, th I thought that with the Leaving Cert being done and dusted, from the stories I heard at college would be a cakewalk, but apparently mm. not. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you really got the wrong information uh, yeah, there. Yeah, no, but it, it's, it's manageable, but I find procrastination is just, it takes over a bit. Would you guys say that you are procrastinators? Because, I mean, it feels like it really sums up, like, how you actually perceive, like, being under pressure. Like, it's such a simple question. Of course, like, it's a very simplified, like, thing to be like, oh, I'm a procrastinator. I feel a lot of pressure because of that. Or like, no, I'm not. I don't feel the pressure. Because it's never as simple as that, of course. But I do think that, it, of course, it gives a pretty good insight into your day-to-day -day life and like how you deal with tough situations. Yeah, I think everyone definitely procrastinates in little bits, at least. If they say they're not a procrastinator, they're lying. They're <laughs> like, there's no way. Uh, it's, it's especially with the continuous assessment like this year, instead of having like just the exams, there's so many opportunities for it to just come up and it's like it get, it just it does sort of pile up on you as well, which just makes things worse. I like definitely mm. it's it's too easy to just sort of try and distract yourself from the anxiety and then you almost just ignore it. Then it comes up again and just kind of stockpiles, it gets worse and worse and worse every time you ignore it and it comes back to you. I know because like plus it's like never ending, like even if you have like finished all your things that you had to do, then the next thing is coming up and the next thing after that. And it's like a never ending cycle. Like yeah. even now we're like in week three of uni and I already have my first exam next week and then it will not stop. I find uh, procrastination can not only be within like college work and stuff, but I find like if I, I, I say like many people who are living in their own accommodation now that have moved away from home and stuff like that can agree with it's even, you know, as simple as, obviously, we don't have a dishwasher because mm. <laughs> we're, we're, we're students. But I find sometimes, you know, it might be your go to clean the old dishes and, and whatnot. And, you know, sometimes that TV or that PlayStation <laughs> or TikTok, it, it's, it's looking at you nearly, you know, it, mm. it goes on too long. Calling to you. And then, of course, you leave it one day. Not too bad. You wake up the next day, it's not done for you. You're not at home anymore. You know, it's it's the same as having a messy room. Back in when I was living at home, the odd time you could get away with it. <laughs> you know, you'd come back and, and maybe one or two bits of laundry were done for you. But mm. I find I procrastinate the small things like that. And what my, what tends to happen, of course, is it builds up and builds up until, you know, this small problem that can be fixed in maybe 20 minutes, let's say has now built itself into an hour mountain to climb of, you know, as I said, if it's between dishes, dirty laundry, s college work. I'd, I I find procrastination kind of, it, it revolves around a lot of things and it can be as simple as opening a text message. Mm -hmm. No, that's absolutely true. And especially like, I feel like once you're like in the cycle, it's like everything, every single little task will just pull you like further down. Like, will it just like, bring you down if you're like procrastinating over one thing all other things and like tasks that you are doing over the day are kind of like already influenced by that and it just doesn't stop which like personally I when I feel like like extremely overwhelmed by just everything around me I almost go like numb like as I like don't really like 
feel or see or anything. Like I'm unable to do anything at all, which of course increases like the amount of stuff I really do have to do and do have to tend to um, so much more. And it's just, it makes everything so much worse. And I feel like that has really changed for me over the past couple of years. Because of course, when you're like, what, 13, you have your stuff to deal with. And it's getting kind of bad at this like stage of like age. It's, it's not a fun thing. But like looking back, it doesn't seem as bad that you didn't have that much actually to do. But as you get older and kind of like, think of your future and like what you actually want to do who you want to become as a person it just it starts piling up so much more in your perception of pressure and how you handle it changes so much how would you guys say that it kind of like felt like for you I'd say um yeah it's like when you're younger as you were saying about like you know things things weighing up and even procrastinating procrastinating back then and stuff I find it kind of continued with me. <laughs> I, I'd i still procrastinate under small stuff. Like, I mean, back then, even with chores and stuff in the house, you'd go outside to avoid it, you know, play football or whatever with your friends. <laughs> Did go that to work sport. for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, got, I got told off most of the time. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's, it kind of translated then into my, my future life and kind of... It, it, it's not stuff anymore that's like cleaning dishes as well like chores and stuff that's okay the odd time to procrastinate but when it's college work and <laughs> yeah you might have to repeat otherwise and stuff like that then it gets a bit more bit more intense so yeah, I think I think it kind of it, it crept up on me a bit through you know bad habits you know they, they, they stay with you a bit but uh no, yeah, it's definitely always been like a very bad habit for me. Like last couple of years, I still just can't seem to break procrastinating. Especially, it's I think it's the worst, like in terms of schoolwork or college work, when you see a due date mm-hmm. and you know, oh, I have a few weeks to do this. <laughs> and so you're like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then like a few days before, you're like, oh my God, why did I do this? And you're just stuck in that thought of, why didn't I do this before? Why didn't I do this before? And it, it, you're just not getting anywhere. You're too, you're too anxious, you're too worried about it and you're not actually it's too hard to just get going on it. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it, it probably would only take about an hour or two to do, but you spend way more time just trying to like get yourself into the right mindset of just getting started on it. I think getting started on things is definitely the worst with procrastination. Mm-hmm, it's definitely. the hardest bit, yeah. Percy, I would say like it might even be that you're kind of like punishing yourself for not having started earlier because that makes like the pressure like from within yourself so much worse it's not just like that you didn't get it done in time or like like not done early enough or anything but you're also being so mean to yourself and so like it's just I find it's I was kind of thinking about it and and I find that it's with some type of procrastination I think when people are kind of it's a big thing to do such as a big assignment I think people might leave it off and leave it off and leave it off until they have to do it last second. So it's kind of in the in the way of then you can say to yourself in your mind, oh, well, I kind of barely tried. I only had a day for it kind of thing. If I put in my full effort and did for ages, it's kind of being afraid of failure in, in a sense. I found with myself mm. that, you know, yeah, if, if, if you leave it go and stuff, then at least you, it's trying to find an excuse, you know. It's trying to find an excuse for yourself to give yourself peace of mind. I get that I really do but it is putting one like so much more under pressure and just like it's making everything so much harder of course and there's like no like logical reason as to why you would do it because you probably wouldn't fail but I really I get it 
it's just like it's so much easier to be like oh yeah I just like put it off don't want to deal with that right now it's not a me like now problem it's like future Sophie's problem I'm not gonna let her deal with that I find myself especially since I moved here I find myself saying that so often just like putting everything to like my future self just being like okay like she can deal with that I am happy now I'm good now and like the stress and like the pressure and like fear of failure isn't with me right now but she has to deal with that <laughs> it's not fun <laughs> would you say that your feeling of being pressured like under pressure comes mostly from outside influences like other people just university or would you say that it actually comes from from within yourself like you're putting that pressure on yourself I would say mostly external like I it, it happens because of my own reasons it's not entirely them putting the pressure on me it will happen because of the likes of procrastination mm-hmm. that I end up putting more and more pressure on myself yeah. and it all sort of comes at you at once because you don't handle it when you can but um just in my experience I think most of the pressure I've gotten has just come from external things like when I have to when there's someone else expecting something from me that's definitely when I feel it most mm. I I don't know I'd say it's um for myself more like kind of internal I I, I think it's a it's a kind of thing of um you know just putting the pressure on myself when the pressure isn't really like it needs to be there if you know what I mean it's not like I'm sitting a final exam or anything like and it's an external thing but it's it's some sometimes you know it, it, it's a kind of yeah fear fear of failure and fear of you know like anxiety of like not knowing knowing I could do it but pro- going procrastinating and not doing it I find I find it's myself. It's it's really small things that go get blown up into bigger things just because of myself. I don't think it's mostly because of outside stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting because you both are like kind of like the opposites of that. But that's why I want like more people to talk about this. Today we are talking about under pressure and feeling pressure of the day to day life. And the last question I asked the guys Craig and Charlie who are here in the studio with me today was whether they mostly feel pressure from outside influences or from within themselves. And personally, I would say that it's mostly from within myself because, of course, there's, like, outside factors that I have to consider and that, like, are there and I have to get on top of things, do stuff. Um, But mostly I feel actually pressured by the expectations I have for myself and what I want to achieve and just like taking like overtaking myself and just kind of like piling on too much that I actually can't handle so I would say that I am actually the problem in (laughs) my feeling pressure um which is also a great Taylor Swift song which I sadly didn't include um (laughs) next time next time yeah probably but um I would say that I personally really kind of make that problem for myself like actually worse because when I actually focus on stuff and like even like small tasks um, that I don't like to do and like easily procrastinate over, once I actually focus on it and I'm like, no, actually, I really like I want to do and kind of like change my mindset about it. It is actually so easy to get myself to do it. But I just choose not to or choose to just like pile on like things on my list and just like do want to do even more. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a real thing of like things that can be done one evening 
just get pushed away and then it gets, you know, more little things. I, I, I find it's never a... Of course, you'll have events when it's like a big thing in life. So it's like, you know, the final exams in college, the leave insert, stuff like that. And that's a lot of pressure. But at the same time, I feel it can actually be equivalent, the pressure, to a lot of small things amalgamating into one giant problem. And with that, I find the pressure, it, not only is it something that you have to do and that, you know, it, of course, it has to be done as in like the dishes, stuff like that. But it, it, it starts to take a toll on people if they don't just get it done, you know. Mm. And you you could be, people try and find any way to, I find procrastinating is nearly an escape from your problems for the few minutes that you can. For me, obviously, it would be, as I said earlier, you know, TikTok or PlayStation or whatever like. But I find that the, the pressure actually equals out and there's no problem, there's no like event or things that, you know, everything's equal if they add up. It can it can add up to the same pressure. But would you say, like, that there is, like, a specific reason why you choose to procrastinate? Because, like, if you look at it, like, from, like, in kind of like an outside perspective, having to do, like, things like, for example, writing an email, f- starting the essay, stuff like that, doing the dishes, it is such a simple thing. So, like, why would you say that you actually procrastinate? Like, why do you choose to put it off and to put all that pressure on yourself? Yeah, well, like, Procrastinating, oh my God, procrastinating doesn't actually like make sense when you think about it. Like why you are just throwing yourself under the bus. Like it is all sort of self like inflicted. Inflicted. Thank you. Um, but I, like certain people just handle it better. I think like I like it's very easy for someone else to like look at you, look at it, and be like, why didn't you just do this? Mm, yeah. Because always, they might be the kind of person who is just they're better at just getting started and getting it done. And it, it, like to them, that just makes sense, and like it's just how they do it. So it's hard to see, like, to put yourself in a different mindset and see how other people like struggle with getting things started and how they end up procrastinating. It just it, it's it's too easy to start procrastinating for some people. Mm, like that's it, it's true. it's just it's easier to do nothing and rather than do the thing you're supposed to be doing. I think as well, a bit of it. Now I I don't like like using the word, but I find at times it could be down to laziness by myself <laughs> yeah no I, I think I've been avoiding saying it being like <laughs> saying like terms of like oh yeah no it's sometimes it's it's hard and there's stuff to distract you but at the same time who wants to wash the dishes because <laughs> I know I don't <laughs> but you get it done in the end and when you do it you realize that it just isn't that big of a deal mm-hmm. you know it's uh, college work as well. I mean, if you get one assignment, you could it, as soon as you look at it, it's like a little pain in the head. It's straight away you're going, oh, what is this? Whatever. But at the same time, it really does not take that much effort. But if there's just so many distractions, you say to yourself, I mean, listen, it's not it's not due in for a week. It's not due until Friday. Whatever. Why don't I just play like an hour, <laughs> or why don't I just you know go on my phone? Yeah, all like that an kind hour of, of like a bit of like you get, give yourself like a bit of rest, give, exactly. like enjoyment, but, and it always turns into more than an hour. <laughs> I was gonna say the hour is never an hour. It's like your friend saying, "Let's go out. <laughs> let's have <laughs> let's have one drink." It's, it's not gonna be one drink. It's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I think a really big factor for me personally is also that everything and like day to day lives is so overwhelming and you like have like stuff going on 
like no matter where you look there's always something happening something you have to do something you have to think of someone you're talking to like you never actually have this like mental like just like peace and quiet where like no one like talks to you wants anything from you nothing you have to do and I feel like that's like being overwhelmed and like general like every situation of the day in some sense like not in a negative way necessarily but just there's always so much going on so many like outside influences that when you have to do like easy tasks like daily tasks or like even bigger things that is just like it suddenly is just too much like you just don't have the energy anymore yeah yeah I remember at like some points of course in the in the first semester with with you know moving away everything going on I, I was saying like how how easy it is just to to not look at you know your assignments and stuff but I think I think a good way of mending and like you know getting yourself just to get it done and everything is when you see like my my assignments are sent through like the email account and stuff like that it pops on my phone I think the best way to kind of cancel out this whole thing of procrastination is just to it's it's basically to force yourself just go okay I'm at least I'm going to open the email I'm going to see what it is look at the content how much work how how long it'll take me and when it's due and if it's you know if it's something that's only going to take an hour I I make sh- I make sure to myself you know I'm going to put that hour in get it done if it's 5 hours you have to just as soon as you see it do at least one hour and you'll feel better maybe not all done but then at least you can you know you can enjoy yourself you can go now i actually earned you know a bit of a break now i can go out now i can go on my phone now i can play you know it's oh. it's it's a good way of but of personally this like reward thing that you just mentioned i feel like that is actually such like a big factor for actually procrastinating because you divide like tasks into like positive and negative and like by like associating something with like washing the dishes or like taking out the tra- trash or something like that, like with like oh that's something negative like automatically in your brain. You're like, oh I don't want to do something negative, something I'm not enjoying. And not to say that you should enjoy washing the dishes, but I feel like if you don't like associate something with like a negative emotion, it's automatically so much easier to do because you're like, oh you know what like I'm gonna make this like fun for myself. Like for example, for like when I like have to wash my dishes after I make something to eat because I live with three people, so I really cannot pe- put it off. Um, and we have like only one pan, so it's a struggle. <laughs> it really is. But like I try to like make it something positive. Like I listen to a podcast um, while I'm doing it, or like watch like a TV show. And speaking of podcasts, new is going here it comes. Because by the time this will be on air on Flirt FM. It will also have been uploaded to my Spotify um, podcast, which is, thank you, thank you, (laughs) (laughs) which is, of course, also called Kitchen Psychology. So definitely, if you are only listening in now or want to listen to other episodes I have done in the past, which is only two, but still, (laughs) or in the future, they will always be uploaded at the same times. Um, roughly as the episodes go live on air on Flirt FM. So definitely check that out. It is on Spotify and Kitchen Psychology by me, Sophie Marks. So your, uh, your listeners are definitely going to go up after me and Craig being on now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Their Insta- uh, my Instagram is do? also linked, so you can also find them do we, do and we get a cut? stock them. Do we get a cut at that? I don't even get a cut. <laughs> so, no. Sadly. No. But uh, definitely check that out. And as I was saying, um, sometimes I just try to like make them like a positive experience. 
and like to have like a bit of fun with it even though I'm not enjoying it because it makes life just so much easier and like the pressure really does fall off I feel like when I make boring <laughs> weird stuff kind of fun in a way it's really hard to turn them into like like positive things though like things like doing the dishes yeah you can you can put on a podcast you can do something else while you're doing it to almost distract yourself and just get it done but certain things just need that bit more attention so it's hard to uh, to turn it into a more positive thing because like the main focus is getting this negative thing that is stressing you out out of the way though technically I feel like I know what you mean but even something as like starting an essay or writing that annoying email or stuff like that, even that, like if you like think of something positive that will come out of it, for example, like your future goals or stuff like that, or like something you want in your future, like like a cool like apartment or like a city you want to live in. Like if you like kind of like focus on like these positive things that come from the work you're putting in now, I feel like you're so, so much more like motivated to actually get going and get it done. True. I um see the thing is, is you know, of course, it's going to benefit you in, in, in the future and everything like that. But sometimes <laughs> you don't really think of the future as much. And I think that's why I kind of I kind of put them into a positive and negatives. And I um, so like if I was to do the dishes and stuff like that, you need I, I, I just couldn't associate it with a with a neutral or or, or good attitude. I, I find straight away I'm just into negative and of course doing something like watching a movie is a positive I, I find them very hard to merge or to you know change but maybe it could be worth a try just kind of like try to change your mindset and that's why I go to Flirt <laughs> FM 101.3 <laughs> to learn all how to do so thank you <laughs> yes kitchen psychology does come in handy yeah you heard that once more kitchen psychology Sophie Marks on Florida FM. <laughs> Florida FM, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually it already for today, guys. Because our time is almost done. Well, not yet, but we, st- we still have two more songs for you guys. But our talking time is up now. And I just want to say thank you so much, Craig and Charlie, for being here with me today. Thank you, Father. Thank you very much. (laughs) And talking about under pressure, which I know it's it's such a personal, once again, topic. And like to actually explore like why you feel certain ways can be so difficult. But I think that actually confronting stuff like that, it can be really helpful. Like even if you don't change anything, just having like kind of focus on like your thoughts on certain topics. Is actually does make really like an impact on your day-to-day lives. 